You're listening to The Sauropod, and I'm Shushma Naik. And I'm Catherine Sherlock. And I'm Justin Zeppa. And this is The Snooze. This is The Snooze. Sauropod News. And now, here's the latest from yesterday. Reporting to you live via recording from a kitchen in the North Atlantic, it's The Snooze. We now, we now send you over to our snooze desk and Justin Zephyr. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> yeah, so welcome to the snooze, everybody. Reporting to you live via recording from Reykjavik uh, in Iceland. Catherine Sherlock obviously joining me over there Hello. across the table from us. Oh, hi. Is uh, Shrish Manike. Shrish, what up? What's happening, guys? Nothing. We are Coming apparently having a great time over here. We are. We have blown through, what, two bottles of wine? Elvino did flow. Some white, some really beautiful whites. Some whites, some uh, Chardonnays, and some Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. And then Shrishman has just cracked open a bottle of 12 year old Johnny Walker Black Label, Ooh. poured herself like four fingers. But the Allah. That's what they say, right? Shit, that's what my people say. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm feeling this. <laughs> we're having a great time over here. We hope you folks at home are too. I think we're all feeling this. <laughs> yes, we are. Indeed. So, welcome to the snooze. It's the news between news. Like, if news had a personality and... It'd be us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if the news fell asleep... Right. Was really drowsy news and it was going to deliver itself to us, but then took a, took a little nap first and yeah. then delivered itself to the world. That's the snooze. It's the snooze. It's the snooze, the laziest of all newses. A couple of things real quick, some house cleaning we need to do. It has been a series of unfortunate podcasting events recently. Last week, as the three of us know, our recording was lost <laughs> to the ether. <laughs> wow. It was good stuff, guys. You missed out on yeah. some. It's a classic. True gems. Yeah. Classic pratfall. Lost recording. Yeah. yeah. It happens like once a year. Uh, I'm still, gals of the Calm Your Tits show, I'm still apologizing for your lost pilot. So sorry, Jazz, Sarah. My mistake. The computer's mistake, really. But I'll take the blame for it. Same thing last week. We had... a. Gold. We were yeah. we were weaving gold we were, that, we, that we might actually weave again later tonight. Hint, hint. <laughs> but for the most part, we're gonna keep it keep it fresh for our own sakes. Uh, in other news, before we get to the actual snooze, snooze, I just wanted to throw something out, and we'll see if we can get any bites. Right. Okay. So next year here in Iceland, there is a festival of musics. Called, I believe, Secret Solstice, Solstice. right? Yes. Mm. And as we have recently found out over here, the headliners. So I creep. I yeah. can't go <laughs> You got me thrown off. I had my song ready. TLC, crazy, sexy, cool, coming to the rock in the middle of the ocean. But only, only two members. Well, rest in peace. Lisa, Lisa, of course, yeah. but Tiona Rosanda, they're going to be in the house. So here's what I'm thinking we need to do is they need to come do a guest shot oh on my, the Sauropod for it. Can you and believe come it? chat with us? Because listen, ladies of TLC, there's nothing else going on here. You really? want to come over to the kitchen, yes. talk to us. <laughs> we'll I'll, dial up everybody we know from the '90s to come who have questions for you. We've got tons of questions for you. And we'll break out. Um, more to 12 year old 
Scotch whiskey. If, if there's any left, we'll buy more. After <laughs> tonight, <laughs> questionable. We'll, we'll buy more. I'll be traveling before then. I don't know. I mean, if that's on the menu for you guys, I don't know what what everybody's whatever state you is. Whatever you guys want, man. You know, it's we'll a long life. Happen. Yeah, we can we can, can do some sparkling waters too. Waterfalls. Well, I mean, we could just go no on and on. Are you, Catherine? You're looking What's at me like I've lost my mind. <laughs> Are you not familiar with TLC? Uh, n- no. They weren't part of your sexual awakening as a young man? <laughs> I wasn't that young in the 90s. <laughs> I definitely didn't know what a scrub was until they, I, I found out. <laughs> and now we all know, Now right? we all know. It's a guy who can't get no love from them. No, no. Right, no. Catherine? Can you say... <laughs> a little bit I, like i'm not getting the tune of no scrubs no i don't want no scrubs yeah, scrub no, is a guy who can't get no okay, love there from me i was mixing up mixing it up with another song maybe like one love is that is that first album no but that's that, not it's not even tlc one love <laughs> for the mother's pride one love <laughs> it's all we who is this bad <laughs> Guys, don't leave me hanging. Shit's going off the rails. I don't know. Yeah, you're on your own. I don't know. You are on your own. Just hold on. Shazam that. So, Catherine, who was the R&B group of your youth then? Uh, None of them? None of them. Oh, no. R&B was really not my thing. Let me paint for you a picture of what it was like. Still is not my thing. Let me take it back to 1995, right? You can turn on the television at any given moment in the United States of America, and you can see... Three fabulously sexy, empowered women wearing silk jammies, dancing uh, in front of probably a fan off camera, because you know the, the silk is blowing, right? And they are telling you that they're gonna do whatever they want to do to the sounds of some smooth beats and some sampled uh, trumpeting. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something else: you're gonna be turned on by it. Actually, it sounds horrific. This is not blue. What? Y'all didn't know oh this boy band? God, no. Get that out of my ears, people. <laughs> no. What are you? What is this? I've spent a lifetime trying to avoid this. This is, <laughs> Catherine, this is not TLC. This is not the smooth, silky, sexy sounds of TLC. What is that? This is a boy band. Explain yourself. <laughs> Why yeah, are you bringing Yeah, it? yeah, explain. This was, this was part of my sexual awakening. Okay, guys. Oh, okay, okay. This is your a journey? Boy yeah. Tell us about your yeah. journey. This is... <laughs> This is a boy band called Blue. B-L-O-O? B-L-U-E. Oh, okay. And there was four guys in Blue. I don't know who their name, what their names were. But they were pretty popular. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now we're just listening to you look at your phone. Okay. Okay, sorry. So. And they had one album released in 2002 called One Love. Oh, okay. And that was the song that I was playing. So what was the message? <clears throat> One love. Oh, okay. Of course. Of course. J- just one. <laughs> one love is all we need. So, like one love among all humanity. I don't agree. Guys. Honestly, I don't agree. That's a, that's a, Catherine that's wants multiple kinds of different layers of love. Is that yeah, what you want? Yeah, I want, yeah. That's I mean, like one love among right? all people, kind of, like, you know, behind love. <laughs> I mean, ideally. You've never heard about this boy band? I mean, really? Yeah, yeah. I've heard and I've shut that door. Where are they, oh, where are they from? I'm pretty the, sure they were you from yes. the UK. Oh, was uh, what's his face? Robbie Williams involved? Or was no, that the other? Who their members were? I have no idea. Any the snooze, ladies and gentlemen. So TLC, just to put a you know put a little bow on that. 
We're going to keep, uh, if anybody out there knows TLC, by the way, you know, Tion, if you know Rosanda, uh, you just got to get a hold of us. Info at thesaurapod.com. And you just, uh, you know, you know, hook it up for us. And then we, they can come over. We will make them food that fits their dietary needs. They just need to send it to us via email. Or we, we can just start Skyping. You know, we can do, uh, we can Viber. We can WhatsApp. There are so many different options in this. <laughs> Tristan was showing me a, a picture of blue. Hold on. Hold it up again. Uh-huh. See, one love. <laughs> <laughs> From all four of them? They're all multicultural. Okay. I guess I got you. So it was pretty breakthrough at that at that point in in our history. 2002 was yeah. it? Well, okay, I guess so. I got I, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's a message they were selling, and I bought it. I love it. I love okay. it. Hook line, eh? Shall we? One uh, <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you tell her, Catherine. <laughs> Jesus, please. This is going to be a good episode, guys. I hope you all are classic, ready. Classic. All time classic. It's, no edits. It's gonna <laughs> Catherine, what is our first news item for the evening? File. Under snooze dossier type, dinosaurs, cool ones, and otherwise. And thank you, Catherine. CNN reporting. Jesse Yoon from CNN, uh, ending with an IE, so I would assume that that's a lady, Jesse. Uh, well, could, okay, I mean, I maybe not. Uncle Jesse is J E S S E. That's that's the only that's the difference I'm aware of. I don't want to assume anything though, so we'll just take this out. We'll cut this out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is right. I mean. <laughs> What, Dave? Uncle Jesse. Hashtag your, no edits. Uh, Uncle Jesse is your standard, then. He is. Yeah. Oh, man. It's been a, a long time. Fluffy dinosaurs used to live at the South Pole, scientists say. Polar bears? <laughs> Mammals. Let me, fluffy dinosaurs used to live at the South Pole, scientists say. Okay. CNN reporting the South Pole has been home to penguins, whales, and 100 million years ago. Dinosaurs with fluffy feathers. New findings show this is the first time scientists have ever found evidence that dinosaurs used feathers in extreme climates like the southern polar circle, according to the study, which was published this week in the journal Gondwana Research. Wow. That's shady right there, bro. (laughs) Well, you know it. And I guess we should probably throw in for the the folks at home that like last week on on the infamous Lost episode that they missed, filled with gems, we talked a lot about Gondwana. And Laurasia. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Right? Right. Oh, that Gondwana. You thought I was joking. We I talk- thought, are you were thinking like Gondwana. Yeah. yeah. No, different. Okay. Yeah. Different Wait. piles of okay. things. What were you thinking of? Guano? Guano. Guano. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah quite different. Uh, anyway, so we are very well versed. And we might we might replay that story at some point. But we are very well uh, well versed on With the, the supercontinents that... Movement of the... Well, man, we got a tectonic, tectonic plates last week. Shit. Yeah, there was a there was oh. a um, earthquake here yesterday. Was there? Did you fail? Huh? It was about like three point something on oh. the Richter scale. That's that's pretty legit. Yeah, didn't feel it. What, what time? Uh, apparently in the morning. I didn't feel it either. Someone told me. <laughs> <laughs> I was very cozily in my bed. Oh, okay, that early. Um, yeah, no big yeah, deal then. Like nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we probably just assumed it was our neighbors upstairs uh, mm. working on their DIY projects. Oh. So, 
Um, a team of international scientists examined a collection of 118-year-old fossils. 118-year-old fossils. You would think they would be older than that. One, oh, they they must they have been discovered, discovered right? Yeah, let's yeah, just, yeah. let's okay. fill in the blanks there. Yeah, yeah. Watch it, CNN. I got my eye on you. Uh, 118-year-old fossils that were found in Coonwarra, Australia, but ha- that had accumulated in sediment at the bottom of a lake close to the South Pole millennia ago. Now, just a quick question here. I don't really know the answer to. Maybe you all, you all do. Uh, the South Pole, was it frozen at the same well, that time Well, you know, I was wondering that same thing when you were yeah, doing the intro to okay. this. Like, what what were the uh, conditions of the on the Earth at yeah. that precise moment in time? Yeah, couldn't say. Mm. You know? I don't, I, Let's assume it's chilly, right? Like, okay. Like, it hasn't... A bit drafty. Yeah, at yeah. the very least. Um, but I don't know, was there, was Antarctica down there? Or was it part of the... Maybe we don't I know mean, anything was, about the land masses, I mean, the supercontinents. I mean, what do we really know? Like, <laughs> I mean, these scientists... How do I know that the basketball jersey you're wearing right now is the same blue that you see when you look at your basketball jersey? That's legit, bro. Right? Think about it. Clearly, you came to this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) All fired up. Yes. (laughs) Let's get into these issues. That was deep, though. That's is it too deep? Should we cut yeah, it out? Like we need to like take come up. A no bit. edits. No edits. Okay, no Let's edit. keep. We'll keep rolling. <laughs> go, go. The collection included dinosaur bones and quote proto feathers from meat eating dinosaurs unquote. Said a press release from Sweden's Uppsala University, oh. which contributed to the study. Do you know is Sweden? Familiar Sweden's Uppsala. Yeah, that's what it says. Mm-hmm. Is that controversial? No. Is it sort I, of? It's just because I knew Uppsala was in Sweden. Is it the Scandinavian Crimea? Is it disputed? <laughs> no. I mean, oh, okay. Is any part of Scandinavia disputed? I, I don't think, think they so. They have a pretty Although the Danes, oh, for whatever oh, reason, the Danes are are, the Danes. are heavily involved in all of Man, it. Man, they try to go all around the world. And they meddle. came over here. They try to boss people around over here. They meddled a lot. They did. They're meddlers. They're mixers. <laughs> uh, can we just address something else? So since I, since my childhood, there's been a trend since around, let's say, 1993, around the time of Jurassic Park. Of taking these beautiful, kick-ass, violent dinosaurs and throwing a bunch of feathers on them. Now, maybe it is scientifically accurate because they're finding these in fossils, right? Mm -hmm. They're finding traces of feathers. I just can't wrap my head around it. Like, I refuse to accept that. I want king lizards, right? They're called king lizards. Well, you watched that movie Up? The one with the balloons and the old man? There was Um, a dinosaur with feathers in that. I just find it... It's like they're trying to... It's like science is trying to take dinosaurs down a peg, you know? Are they? Oh, No, they're 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 trying to elevate science. But for me, for for the the grand idea of dinosaurs... But your grand idea is based on... Cartoons. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So Mm. maybe science is more real than your cartoon experience. No, it definitely is. I just don't like it. It's hard for me to like... The same thing with uh, T Rex. They're always trying to take T Rex down a notch, but I mean, right? Have you seen a cassery? Who? Um, yeah, I think so. They're okay. sort of. Uh, That's basically a dinosaur walking around right now. I guess so. Oh, so what is it? Cassery. What is that? Bird. So- <laughs> Bird. <laughs> Simple as that. Bird. Bird. Done. Bird. Uh, it's a bigger one, though, right? Yeah. Is it like an ostrich? Not as big, I don't Emu? Think. No, not as big, but 
it's just unfortunate is all I'm saying because it makes them a lot less cool that yeah it's okay so it's cool that they may have evolved into birds right mm. uh, quote Alan Grant right uh, my favorite paleontologist of all time Sam Neill Alan Grant <laughs> of course um, he's a pro folks he knows what he's talking about so and Laura Dern of course paleobotanist right? Laura Dern right don't forget about the lady no I would not I wouldn't okay. dare right. <laughs> Laura, you're a queen, Laura. You're a queen. Dr. Ellie Sattler. Oh. Um, well, we pulled up a cassowary right now. And, well, you know, actually, it looks pretty angry. It looks pretty ragey in that yeah, second man. one. Yeah. I can get behind that. That's yeah. fine with me. Because dinosaurs have to keep up the ferocious image in your mind. I think and that's the all they're good for. Yeah. Add kind the of feathers like a, make it fabulous, right? The feathers okay. make uh, turn it into Carol Channing. Mm. And while Carol Channing is vicious in her own way, uh, and also a queen. Carol, I love you. Rest in peace. I think she's dead. I, mean, I have Caitlin no idea. I don't know. About, but anyway. <laughs> Great. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect snooze. Um, Anyway, I don't think Carol Channing is as cool as a, a leathery-skinned, pebbly-skinned uh, killing machine with claws. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, So basically, you don't want to believe this article by CNN. I'm just in denial. You're like, I believe uh, it. But why do you have to like destroy everything, CNN? I just don't. I, I would rather just picture dinosaurs as the bones, the fossils, right? Yeah. Like, let's just animate the bones. Like, that's a dinosaur. You can't prove to me there was flesh on those bones. I mean, maybe mm, they can. They probably yeah, can. Yeah, there right? are things I think. God yeah. damn it. If there's guys, bones, and there's flesh. Okay. Guys. But this is also proto feathers, right? Proto feathers. Is that not cool? Proto feathers? Okay. Cool. What what could a proto. Sorry. What could a proto feather be? Maybe but, they're like scales, but like. Well, well, they are adapted scales, definitely. I, I, but yeah, I think they are floofy. Again, dragon. You think they're floofy? I think they're floofy. Maybe like I the think this is all yeah, no, I think they are evidence <clears throat> that dragons are real. Floofy dragons. No. Like, like in the never like ending story. Like. Oh. <laughs> but he wasn't a real dragon. Are yes, he was. He was a Falcor? luck dragon. Yeah. He was a, Yes. <laughs> How do we get there, Falcor? <laughs> we have luck! <laughs> Seen it. <laughs> but He's I wanted one of those. Like, I wish a luck I dragon? A, like like that, that thing that flew. The, I don't know. the luck dragon? Yeah, the, the white sure. fuzzy dragon? White sure, fuzz. yeah, of course. Save you from the bullies. That's what happens at the end of that movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a really good Let's just let's just wrap up this really insulting feather proto feathers. Yes, the fact that they're proto feathers does make them slightly cooler because there could be something different and less floofy. No, no, I'm thinking they are more. But you're pretty sure that it is floofy. You think they're more floofy? I think more floofy. Oh shit! (laughs) Well, especially seeing as they've got to keep warm on the like the south part. I guess so. Okay, so what if it's. Which I think is what they're aiming at here. Is they they had to get like it's basically like fur. It's chilly I mean, down they, they, there. They are reptiles. They are cold-blooded. They yeah. are going to have to, in some way, insulate themselves. Otherwise, they can't survive this. Is so it specious of me? They're going to gonna have to be floofy. To <laughs> think that uh, fur is cooler than feathers? Like, if they had a pelt, a proper pelt? Why would this be any different? Uh, it would just be cooler. I think it looks cooler. It's a better What look. do you have against feathers? They're just a little too, a little too floofy. Maybe you're too floofy. <laughs> But no, I mean, fur, 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 fur is the point. floofiest of floofs, sure, surely. What fur is? Yeah. Uh, think of, think of a, um, 
think this anti-feather stance here. A you gray know, wolf. You know, like something like that. Blow dried. <laughs> Floof. <laughs> All right. You guys are impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Enjoy your feathered dinosaurs. I I choose to live in denial. This is the world that we live in, right? I mean, these scientists at CNN clearly know. What do, what do they dinosaurs. know? They're talking about climate change. Other feathered dinosaurs had previously been found elsewhere. The bird-like dinosaur Archaeopteryx, mm-hmm. largely found in Germany, had feathers and wings. In China, too, researchers have found evidence of a quote-unquote dragon dinosaur go, with short, resplendently feathered wings. They resplendently are. feathered? I'm taking a well, leap there. Okay. Let's real. see. I'll see. I'll believe it when I see it, folks. Drogon was real. <laughs> Dracarys. <laughs> I don't think he had feathers, did he? But he had something. He hung around long oh, enough. Oh, no. You never I know. mean, like, he wasn't depicted in the books to have feathers. But maybe... There was a version or a breed of dragons that were feather-covered, you yeah. know, cousin of the original <laughs> scaly dragon. D- dinosaurs. Uh-huh. No, but these ones flew and blew fire. <laughs> oh. For the folks at home, Trishma <laughs> okay. just made a chicken dance kind of yeah. wing-flapping motion there. Sure. I would love to share with the world. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, dragons are real. That's the snooze. We just got to the bottom of that one. Mm. Okay, next up on the agenda, Catherine Sherlock, what is our topic? File under snooze dossier type, pirates, scoundrels, and otherwise. Ah, classic topic. The Charlotte Observer reporting... Let's see, snooze-wise. Actually, this was just last week. Oh, so it's kind of... Oh, this was a, sort of like a catnap of snooze. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gentleman Pirate was inept at sea, <laughs> but it still got him hanged 301 years ago in SC. I'm presuming that's South Carolina. This is being reported by Haley Fowler. Got herself a scoop 301 years ago. <laughs> Steed Bonnet's spontaneous decision to become a pirate at age 29 could be, quote, the worst midlife crisis on record, unquote, according to Smithsonian Magazine. Hold up. So this is possibly a news report based on an article in Smithsonian Magazine? Okay. Possibly. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is just context. But his jaunt into the world of seafaring criminals didn't last long. Bonnet was more commonly referred to as the Gentleman Pirate and was hanged in Charleston, South Carolina on this day in 1718. Less than two years after he bought a ship and abandoned his family in Barbados to join the likes of Blackbeard. The likes of Blackbeard. Ooh. So maybe mm-hmm. not Blackbeard and himself. And his contemporaries. I guess so. <laughs> that whole rowdy Jack gang. Sparrow. The whole crew, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the rum gone? Sparrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> Spot on. Some in the crowd reportedly felt pity as the once proud man with drooping head walked up to the gallows with shackled hands holding a bouquet, the North Carolina History Project said of his execution. I Uh, mean, he was a gentleman pirate. Quite a picture. So he had to be respectful, I guess. Carrying a bouquet? Well, do you think his... uh, his dad walked him up, walked him down the aisle to the gallows to <laughs> oh, maybe give him a, away. Was he like a dandy, you know? He could have been. A little f- like foppish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, could be. What is a dandy? 
Um, Fa- gen- fancy man, right? Yeah, a gentleman who dresses exceptionally well. Um, so like a metrosexual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back so. in the day, yes, mm. yes. Uh, sort of maybe maybe the handkerchiefs are a little bit lacier. Mm. Maybe the face is a little bit more powder on it. Okay. Yeah, a little bit more perfume. Yeah. yeah bigger wig, you know. Oh, all of that. Yes, a lot it. of wig uh, tending to. I see yes, it. Bigger buckles. Brooming. You guys yes. have done a very good job of painting that picture for me. <laughs> <laughs> bigger buckles. Nice. <laughs> Bonnet had an un- unconventional. Classic Sherlock. <laughs> classic Sherlock. Bonnet had an unconventional background for a pirate. He was born in Barbados, then a British colony in 1688. According to the North Carolina Department of the Natural, of the Natural, according to the North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources, Bonnet accumulated a plantation, served in the military, and was married with children by 1717. Accumulated a plantation. I just want to So he was a pirate, and then he said he wanted to give up his pirate ways. I don't think so because I think we're headed into midlife crisis territory. And then he became a plantation. Owner. He's about so to buy his is, pirate Corvette. Okay, so this is when he was respectable. Yes, this he is was normal life. Right, before. he's doing like society yeah. says: go accumulate mm-hmm. a plantation. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get serve a wife. In the get a wife. Yeah, love have some children. Love marriage. Love mm-hmm. that. Right. Then he gave it all up. Ooh, that's a grabber. Unlike most pirates accustomed to plundering, Bonnet bought a ship, armed it, and hired a crew, according to the North Carolina DNCR, which I am assuming, oh, Department of Natural and Cultural Resources, now for, forever known after as DNCR, just for your notes. So he anyway, gave up take, his, take your notes. Hello, he gave up his that. whiskey for his rum. I like that he got all of his rowdy friends who probably come over and watch the game on Saturday. Out in the garage, right? Sitting uh, on sofas at the accumulated plantation, watching the ball game. And he's like, you guys, fuck this. Let's get together. I'm buying us a boat. We're going out on the lake, everybody. Like Blackbeard. Like, <laughs> like in his ill mo- or whatever it said. Model our life around. <laughs> the likes of Blackbeard. Okay. So how long did this? I'm going to bet it was a pontoon boat, by the way. Talking to, I don't know. So Haley, so Haley is the lady who wrote this article. Why? Uh, Haley Fowler. Well, because it was the anniversary of his hanging. Oh. That snoozy time one week ago, which when the people at home hear this, who knows? That could be three weeks, four weeks. Mm. Depends on the edit. But hashtag no edits. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, the uh, David Moore, an archaeologist and historian with the North Carolina Maritime Museum in Beaufort, told the magazine that legal records from that time point to some financial problems for Bonnet. One of his children had also reportedly recently died. Oh, so he is spiraling out in mm-hmm. his despair and his financial problems. Oh, so it was like a... I have nothing else to do, so I give my life to piracy kind of situation. Probably because you, uh, let's admit, let's picture his his home life, right? The kid's dead. What do you and the missus have to talk about anymore? Like you look at each other, and all you do is remind one another of your unfortunate loss, right? I don't have any money. Uh, bill collectors are going to be knocking on my door down here in Barbados. That's what they do, mm-hmm. and it actually means something back in these days. And they're going to throw me, they're going to clap me in irons. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. Honey, I just bought this ship. Me and the fellas are going to go be pirates. 
That sounds like a pretty drastic. Uh, what did he buy the ship with? If he had, that's true. Yeah. I guess is what it was. Left. Sorry, that's a fair question, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Bonnet fair left question. port in the middle of the night with his hired crew and left no word with his family. So he didn't oh, even so say goodbye. He's just like, I'm out. <laughs> Irish he ghost, ghosted that bitch. Like. <laughs> Pirate ghost being the worst ghost of right? all. Relentless. Watch the Garfield Halloween That's special. You'll you'll find crazy. out. Uh, okay, so they were capturing his... Fu- uh, so left with no word with his family, capturing his first few vessels in the Virginia Capes. According to the town of Southport, North Carolina, where the famed pirate was eventually caught. But he was reportedly, quote, a landlubber with virtually no knowledge of the sea, unquote. So this is like if I became a pirate. Like, yeah, I love this. I love the outfits. I love the look we're accomplishing here. Feels good. The freedom, the salt air. Anybody know how these sails work? Yeah. We're just going in circles out in the bay. We got to get out of here. He he failed as a plantation owner. Yeah. He failed as a pirate. Yep. (laughs) Not a lot of options for Bonnet. His name is Bonnet. Sorry, bro. I yeah. guess life, life got the better of you there. <laughs> so, historical sources differ as to the nature of their relationship. Whose relationship? Oh, I'm sorry. I missed a sentence. Oh. Bonnet later pref- uh, befriended Edward Teach, the pirate known as Blackbeard. Oh! So, it wasn't even the, the likes of Blackbeard. It was just Blackbeard. Actual Blackbeard. What? Okay. Oh. Historical sources differ as to the nature of their relationship. But according to the North Carolina DNCR, quote, Bonnet was known to have been in league with Blackbeard on occasion, unquote. Is that what they called it back then? Little. Quite funny, I was wearing my gloves. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Methinks you might be in league with one another, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> Do you think. There's so many out pirate, nautical rest stops. There's so oh, many pirate sorry. phrases that I just can't put together in my head <laughs> right now. I, there are things I <laughs> really, so really should not say. Listen, pirate love right is a beautiful no. love. Okay, uh, no, no, I can't. Love is love, guys. Picture them sharing a hammock, stroking one another's black beards. Love is love. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Even on the high seas. All right. <laughs> it was a different Catherine definition of the out. Mile High Club. <laughs> Oh my god! The twenty thousand leagues, right? Before you know, uh, okay. before they went into the airs, they were riding the high seas. They're <laughs> <laughs> You're not knowing where my mind is going. Do it. Something Catherine. about the main mast. Okay. No. Do you want to docking? Oh, perfect! Wow. You, uh, won't you cling to my bowsprit? Okay. I, th- but, I, th- I think we're good with the... I think they get the idea, yeah. right? <laughs> so basically, Blackbird and this dude... They were in league with one another. We're boning. Take from that what you may. <laughs> His, uh, okay. The town of Southport said Blackbeard took advantage of the crew's disgruntlement and eventually seized control of Bonnet's ship, the Revenge, while Bonnet himself remained somewhat of a prisoner. Somewhat of a prisoner? Just tied up somewhere, right? I think that's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but according Clearly to the, the top <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I think you're right to, I mean, well I, I mean let's face it I mean he was he was the actual <laughs> seaman here uh, uh, 
So yeah, hey. Sherlock. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So you know, I mean, not knots and everything would yeah. come naturally. Naturally, yeah. Mm. So Haley Natural. is pulling from a bunch of different sources here, but according to the South Carolina Encyclopedia. Had no idea that was a thing. Bonnet brought Blackbeard aboard to take control while he recovered from a clash with a Spanish man of war. <laughs> it's all, that's on purpose, right? <laughs> She's not even bothering with the innuendos anymore. Oh my goodness. Straight on. He had to recover. That must have been quite a well, new thing. Goodness, wow. <laughs> splinters. Goodness. <laughs> the pair eventually parted ways in North. <laughs> Hack it, man. <laughs> the pair eventually parted ways, and North Carolina Governor Charles Eden pardoned Bonnet when he turned himself in. The town of Southport said he turned himself in. That's the saddest pirate ending I can think of. Yeah, seriously. The reformed pirate didn't last long, and Bonnet resumed his nefarious activities on the Atlantic coastline. This was when? In the 19, what? 30s. No, this is 1717, oh. 1930. <laughs> 1990s. <Yeah. laughs> Okay, guys, clearly I was not paying attention to most of this article. I was just Bing trying to Crosby think of- ruled the airwaves, <laughs> and the gentleman pirate stalked the seas. Yeah. Now it all makes sense. Clashing all- with, exactly. with Spaniard men of wars. In the club scene. Yeah. <laughs> all just jumping each other. At limelight. Okay. Um... Are we done yet? No. <laughs> With this Haley stupid... I still don't know why this man was worth remembering. Because he had been... It would be, it would have been 301 year anniversary since he had been hanged. So? So many people would have been hanged? But look at this legacy he's left. What look at legacy? The, think of the laughs, Shrishma. Oh, okay. okay. Jeez. His defeat was reportedly one of the largest and bloodiest of the pirate conflicts in the colony's waters. Um... I mean, okay, so black, clearly, like, Blackbeard was a bigger name. Oh, yeah. He has the name brand. Rec- well, Blackbeard didn't fucking turn himself in like a little yeah, bitch, bitch, you know? Bonnet's trial lasted much longer than his cruise, the Smithsonian reported. He tried to take advantage of his upper-class background in appealing to the governor for mercy and blaming everything on Blackbeard. Oh, yeah. Oh. It was to no avail. Bonnet was sent to the gallows on December 10th, 1718. Fucking good riddance. You're a narc. You're a narc, son. Narcing on Blackbeard? And then he tried to get, like, use his his class... First, he, he, he gave up everything and became a pirate. Then when he had trouble being a pirate, he went to try to go back to his... Meh, He's running. He runs away from responsibility when, it mm-hmm. is, when he runs into it. Clearly, someone that he we could have forgotten, it. left in the forgotten stories of... Annals of Time. Yeah, Annals mm. of Time. There it is. <laughs> Listen, mm-hmm. pull yourself together. <laughs> uh Catherine, what is our next news item for the evening? 
It's kind of hard to top that, but let's do it. Filander, snooze dossier type, thievery, jewels, and otherwise. Thank you, Catherine. The Hawaii Tribune Herald reporting. Uh, again, this is... This has been updated recently. My goodness. This was from today. This isn't even snooze. What? Almost doesn't count. But look, I ran into this okay. like two weeks ago. Okay? But if it's interesting enough. So maybe... Oh, pff, did you hear the, the dossier let's, type? Let's do it. Mm. All right. Uh, this is being reported by Associated Press. Saturday, November 23rd. That's what it is. I'm looking at the wrong date. One million dollars in diamonds taken during Maui Halloween heist. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, if anything warrants an ooh, it's that, right? Love me a good jewel heist. Lahaina Maui. Is that correct? Sure. Anybody? Mm. Lahaina Maui. An insurance company is offering a $50,000 reward to help find a masked man in a full-length black gown (laughs) who stole more than $1 million in diamonds from a Maui jewelry store on Halloween. Gown. A gown. What was the costume? Yeah, um, what's the gown? I mean, was he a priest? I'm going to say he was Holly Golightly from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, see, that's what always my mind went. Right? It yeah. could be a guy wearing a burqa. Oh, could be. Is that a thing that happens? Well, it's Halloween. It's definitely they specify a man. Well, how did they know? How do they know? Yeah. She could have just been yeah, working out. Yeah. It was a... Shoulder pads. Burqa with shoulder well pads. Well-built person. Yeah, exactly. Disguised in a burqa. Gown. I'm thinking black velvet tight. Sort of like you know, cut like real fi- high up the side, well, maybe? Well, I was almost thinking like a fishtail, you know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That went very... I went all, right. went all 90s Functional. There. Like there <laughs> Functional for theft. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was one of those ocean Classic evening gowns. Gown. Was the decolletage <laughs> visible, do you think? Or was it... Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I think that had to be all out kind of like, there. And okay. I think definitely Deep. off the shoulder. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, man. I bet he looked divine. (laughs) (laughs) Hair up, what are we thinking? A masked man. Uh, I love the idea that he's also doing this classic domino mask style, Mm. like uh, an old... An old timey uh, crook from a, from a movie, striped shirts, you know, and a, a black domino mask, or as we've d- discussed before, Zorro. <laughs> right? Was it Anthony Hopkins? Uh, <laughs> it was not Sir no, Sean Connery. It was not Sir Sean, famed Connery. Scotsman and former James Bond. No. Maui police say that the gowned and masked man. They just want to repeat mm. that because they knew that you weren't going to believe it when you read it the first time mm-hmm. that he was wearing a gown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also wore black gloves to rob Greenleaf Diamonds in La Haina at gunpoint. Uh, Catherine, you read my mind. Are those <laughs> gloves going up to the elbow? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he may have been sporting his own jewelry on the outside of those gloves? Quite possibly. I yes. feel like this I, article I, might have skewed the, the gender because all these descriptors... Seem to point to a lady. I don't think we should assign any kind of gender to anything anymore. I don't think no, that's no. allowed oh. in uh, today's day and age. I think anyone but can they look say fabulous he. in a Givenchy gown. Exactly. Oh, you mean, exactly. Okay. Maybe it was that pirate guy. Oh, you think it was Bonnet? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bonnet, Bonnet? Being, thie- you know, like, thieving these diamonds. Does anybody maybe, maybe this man was possessed, I mean, by the shit. spirit of... Oh, it's sort of around the anniversary Bonnet. time. Yeah. Bonnet. <laughs> Edward, has, Lisa Bonet. Yeah. He had to steal the diamonds. Yeah. 
to complete the look. Yeah. I understand. I think so. I understand. Just to be fabulous, darling. If you're going to have a look, you might as well complete it. Yeah. Relive his brief moments of piracy. <laughs> Glory Colliding with Spaniard yeah. men of war mm, on the high many, seas. Many men of war. Mm, indeed. Making some black beards jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else think this this guy probably had probably a long extendable cigarette holder mm. that maybe he could again just complete the accessorize? Sure. Of course. But before sure. you leave your lair. Stop at the door, look in the mirror. And check. Take off one thing. Clearly not the gloves or the gown. Knickers? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what? Well, what? You know, you're supposed to, don't over-accessorize. This is oh, a general rule, right? commando <laughs> on this thievery operation. Why not? No, I he's mean, not wearing. You're in, a, you're in a, like a full length. Like, he's velvet, commando. Like <laughs> freestyle <laughs> gown, man. No panties. Oh, no panties. I'm feeling fabulous. Oh, I hope on this thievery, thievery outing, I run into some... <laughs> Sure. Like <laughs> and in case I do, because I honestly, be honestly, wouldn't wouldn't that just give you the whole? It would. I think that would complete the stories. That is that the happens. is that the best night of that man's life? Probably. I, yeah, I, I just stole a million dollars of jewels frankly. and got laid I, by I'm a stranger. Fabulous, and yeah, man. <laughs> Police say that there were no customers inside when he brandished the pistol. Oh yeah, because he. He he wore black gloves to rob Greenleaf Diamonds in La Hyena at gunpoint. Police say there were no customers inside when he brandished the pistol and demanded three items from the display case. So he's got his he's got a shopping list. Mm. He knows what's going to accessorize. Maybe this is it. Maybe he needed the accessories. Yeah. Do you want to know what he was in the market for? Police say he stole a pink diamond valued at $240,000, mm. diamond stud earrings valued at $378,000, and a platinum, quote-unquote, fancy light pink diamond valued at $450,000. Expensive taste, this guy. Mm. You can't keep them, folks. You can't. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. Jewelers Mutual Insurance Company, I'm glad they're checking in, <laughs> is offering the reward for information that leads to an arrest and conviction. The company will also pay 10% of the cost of any merchandise recovered through information provided. So just be aware that there is some, this is a, a classic yeah, trope. Really this is like the like, Pink Panther. Mm, we've got gloves. We've got yeah. fancy light pink diamonds. I'm also thinking the pistol. Where was that? I'm thinking that's in a garter, you know. I oh, know, that's, yes. Know, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. No, it's like yeah. a Lady Derringer yeah. one shot. Like I think so. Real cute. You know, yeah, like I pearl think handle. So. Yeah, yeah. This was yeah, a lady yeah, yeah. thief. Uh-huh. This was definitely a lady thief. It, it's clearly a masked man. This, this is just the news, the snooze. Okay. I'm sure, I think the police the police officers in, what, Maui? Maui. Need to think about maybe some alternative suspects. Oh, you think so? Mm. Where would you suspect, where would you suggest that they look? Not just at men. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure they're out there listening. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. My, my Maui brothers. Well, and I'm also assuming that since this has happened, they have stopped all flights to and from Maui, probably. Mm-hmm. Just shut down the island, everybody. We need these fancy pink diamonds Shoot. back. We need them back now. Who did they belong? Like, who did the diamonds belong to? The uh, Greenleaf Diamonds in La Hyena. Oh, Greenleaf. You can visit them on Maui in your next visit there. 
but don't expect to see those diamonds they've been stolen. Because they've been stolen. Right. And we now place you in the lovely hands of Miss Catherine Sherlock with the Sauropod Shipping Report. Catherine? Good evening. Rodanth, condensation level 43, now in effect. To whomever used the maritime sex text last, please stop touching the index mirror. We're leaving thumbprints on our celestial navigations. Cape Verde, east northerly at 23, possibly into the 65s. Give yourself an extra five minutes to account for a rough chop and seasonal coral reef construction. Dardanelles, typhoon meandering suspected at 39, 44 and even 45. Don't plan on going anywhere as it's laundry day and these sails are filthy. <laughs> Rockall, sleet expected at 37th parallel. In response to recent scurvy outbreaks, the first mate is advising all crew members and passengers to ingest no fewer than seven limes per day. Arklo. Twice daily rainfalls expected at least two times over the next 24 hours. Those who would like to sign up for the cannonball stacking tournament should make their mark on the parchment stuck to the main mast by way of a menacing dagger. Hebrides. Gale force winds clocking in at 34, 85, 12 and sometimes 2. In case of an emergency, many of you will fit into lifeboats while the rest of you will be asked to use the emergency inflatable giraffes. <laughs> Port Sanilac. Slight chance of flurries piling up in excess of 4 millimetres. Rum rations will be distributed as soon as all photo IDs have been verified and photocopied. German Bite. 3.15 expected at quarter past 3. The captain would like to remind you to be absolutely certain of all profile shapes and body patterns before turning in your fish bingo cards. Southeast Iceland. North quarterly is running safely at 6 minutes per hour. The captain would remind all crew members that the more lobster traps we drag behind us, the longer it will take us to go where we are going. Danning. Break of day expected at 25 or 6 to 4. Regarding the buffet, the scallops have gone off. Repeat. The scallops have gone off, but the tripe remains delicious. Thank you, Catherine. We now go over to Shrishma Nike. Uh, Catherine, what will Shrishma be reporting on tonight on the snooze? File under snooze dossier type fashion, sexy, and otherwise. A lot of fashion tonight. On this I know. Day. This is like a continuation. Yeah. Are you guys ready for this one? Mm. I suppose, yeah. So, who says money can't buy love? Indian man splashes 14,000 pounds on solid gold t-shirt to impress the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is, this is news from... 5th of January 2013. Wow. So this is way snoozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 14,000 pounds. Now, I'm not a, a some kind of money genius, but I feel like anything solid gold is going to be more expensive than that. For Maybe? a t-shirt? A t-shirt? Ah. Do oh, we yeah, ever- not a, not a, I think it's, it's called um, on a shirt made of solid gold. Now, this is... You've shown us this photo before. I believe this is the, yes, this is the Cuban style mm. button up, short sleeve, 
with uh, the cuff get bel- yourself belted belted with a <laughs> And a hand, handy pocket, I just like to point out. Pocket. It's practical. And matching rings on every and finger, ma- on too. Every, mm-hmm. every finger. Mm-hmm. So wow. Real life King Midas has splashed out 14,000 pounds on a shirt made of solid gold. Mm-hmm. Wealthy Dutta something. Because <laughs> even I can't pronounce this. <laughs> <laughs> let's be respectful and not say yeah, his name not, at all. I mean, all just, right. you know, because... Hopes the extravagant addition to his wardrobe will make him a hit with the ladies in central India. He's a money lender that says the shirt took a team of 15 goldsmiths two weeks to make, (laughs) working 16 hours a day creating and weaving gold threads. This is in India? This is in India. Okay, now is goldsmithing a popular trade? I think so. I think there's a... Dude... I don't know if you know this. <laughs> I don't. Uh, just before you even but say what it is, I do of, Like, if you had to like look at general consumption of gold <laughs> around the world, yeah, my people will come up on top. You like gold? We love our gold. You love gold. We're gold. Okay. We like to wear gold. We like to put in our clothes. We gold. Gold is you know. You like it for its uh, conductive powers. The fact that it's no, I think it's just like a status symbol. Oh, okay. Like you know, it just looks good, it right? It looks good. Like, and to say you have gold, well, this much gold clearly, like, um, is a status symbol of how much money you have and how horny you are for and, this guy, and, right? And also, clearly, uh, it's a uh, it's gonna attract uh, bring in the ladies. <laughs> oh, well, and why not? Right? You know, shiny, yeah. So it's peacocking, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, gilded peacocking at its best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite literally. Lady, you think he pops that thing open <laughs> sometimes? He has, like, like gold matching yeah, innerwear or something. Slip, slips the belt <laughs> off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> let's it, let's it just kind of hang there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just maybe whips that around a little. Just a suggestive. On the dance floor. Now, wouldn't not being funny, right? Wouldn't that chafe? <laughs> wouldn't that chafe? Imagine that on the dance floor. What? Yeah, because it's gonna, this, it's gonna be chafe. Gonna be multiple locations. <laughs> chafing all over. It's got to be heavy. It's heavy. it's a it's a woven piece of uh, chainmail, golden yeah, chainmail. Pretty much gold threads that you're wearing out on the dance floor. It comes complete with its own matching cuffs. And a set of rings crafted from the leftover gold. Like Wonder Woman cuffs? Yeah. They do look Wonder Woman-y. You can see, yeah, it looks pretty Wonder Woman-y. Wow. But I don't think they, like, uh, compel people to tell the truth. No, what do her, what do her bracelets do? I think they just... <laughs> was that was that Wonder Woman's butch boy? Like, what is happening there? Compel people to tell the truth. Isn't that one of her things? Yeah, it's the, la- uh, the, it's lasso. the lasso. Lasso of truth, yes. okay. invisible jet, and then the gauntlets of, oh, okay. some, of lady power. <laughs> the power joke. I mean, if you have a different suge- a better suggestion, I'm all ears. What does Catherine. lady power entail? <laughs> Anti-shaping. <laughs> With wings. <laughs> With wings. <laughs> right? Clearly. All right. So this man says, I know I am not the best looking man in the world, but surely. Oh, that's sad. But surely no woman would fail to be dazzled by this shirt. Oh, man. The fact that he he's self-aware like that. But he thinks that this is the answer. This is what's going to get him. This is real tragic. This is what's going to yeah, get him. Yeah, okay. Is. 
clearly through my escapades of um escapades. having to go having to <laughs> having to go through an arranged marriage and uh you know having guys being uh, have to talk to guys he was not one of the options oh i would have he, even it would have been a done deal so this is okay so, so had he sh- had this person showed up with a gold shirt yeah i would not be here today guys <laughs> you're signing up i would have, i would have. you're riding that uh, train let's go let's <laughs> <laughs> because at the very least, at I will inherit that shirt. I need to be riding those golden coattails. Would you? Whoa. Do you feel the same way knowing that it only costs fourteen thousand pounds, which again seems low I for know. me? I don't low, know, but, but I mean, it was low? it was so. I mean, if ago. he has fourteen thousand pounds to spend on one t-shirt or one shirt, dude, he seems like the type of guy who is gonna. He's the guy who takes his life savings and buys a bunch of lottery tickets that one weekend because yeah. The, but then maybe like I would have married him and bought some sense into his life and really like shown him how to use his money and be smart and invest and can't change people's build for the future you should know and help man. spend his money yeah, and, you know and then I could have spent it themselves. in the way that I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> I may have my own gold shirt like, you know, <laughs> with I'm going gold to the mall. accessories exactly. give me your gauntlet I want one gold gauntlet shoes or something y'all don't know this is a this episode of the snooze okay. is filled to the brim with fancy gentlemen uh-huh. yes. wearing wearing fancy clothes, fancy outfits, just putting doing it out fancy there. things. Yeah, man. The shirt also features the six Swarovski crystal buttons and a solid <laughs> gold belt. All right, dude. I would crystal have married, buttons. I would have married this man. I want to see if he got a wife. Hold on. So did he? Did he find a mate? Was yeah. It's, he popped his golden collar. He pointed his gauntlets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the ladies swooned. They swooned. And he was like, I choose you. And I would have been like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's listed as an Indian businessman. Okay. Vague, but, you know, paints some, something of a picture. Did he get married? He... He did. He ran oh, good. something along with his wife. Happy ending. Mm. Love it. Love yes. to hear it. Oh, shit, guys. What? Yes. <laughs> what? He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he passed away? He's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and this is from 2013, right? So he's so been technically been dead for a while. He died in 2016. <laughs> he was found brutally beaten to death on 14th of July, 2000. It's not funny, but it's, it's a man's life. It's a man's golden cloth life. But he shouldn't have worn that shit out in the streets. Dude, he was asking for it. You're asking you for know, it. You know, like they tell, like they tell the ladies in India. What, wait, what do they tell the ladies in India? Don't walk around with skimpy clothes on. You'll be asking for it. <laughs> Don't walk around with a golden shirt. Someone's going to steal it. Oh, man. He should have known better. I don't know how I feel about that ending. Him dying? Yeah. Feel bad. I do feel bad. Yeah. This seems like this is a tragic tale. But can you... (laughs) (laughs) You're taking the death well. I'm the first time I've heard about it. (laughs) We all... (laughs) 
<laughs> we all grieve in different ways. And thank you, folks at home, gentle listeners, for joining us on tonight's episode of The Snooze. I think today was the boozy snooze. It was the booze. <laughs> boozy the snooze. Yeah, covered a lot of ground tonight, but I think everybody is now well informed. Yes. Again, about fancy men doing fancy things mm-hmm. in fancy outfits. All around the world, y'all. So it's not just... A, exactly. You know? Right. Right, this is a global phenomenon. Global phenomenon. Uh, it crosses oceans of time, <laughs> as they would say in Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. Let's thank my co-host Catherine Sherlock. Thank you so much. Why? Thank you. Good it's evening. been a pleasure. Shush, my Nike. Woo! <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm uh, so. I- <laughs> <laughs> This is a great episode, guys. I, I'm really glad that um, I was here today. Shushma reviews the episode she was just a part of and gives it two <laughs> thumbs up. Two thumbs up. I was in the right state of mind. Yeah, this is you were, were home home turf, right? And this black label didn't help. I mean, helped tremendous. Didn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me count the years: one to twelve, baby. All right, and then until next time, this has been the news that was. Excuse me.